Hey guys, welcome back to Your Neighborhood On These. I'm Bria. I'm Notch. And we're back with part two of our Move to Heaven review. So if you didn't watch the, listen to the first part, I said watch. Like this is like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe in the future you could watch us. Right now you're listening. So if you didn't listen to the first part, go back and listen to that. We did episodes one through five and gave like a recap and our opinions and a review on those episodes. So we're going to start this one with episode six. And in episode six, Sangu and Guru try to convince, try to give a proper send off to a doting couple who call it moves to happen after deciding to leave the world together hand in hand. So this episode starts out with a janitor carrying boxes to an apartment. And then the landlord wants him to carry his golf clubs in. First of all, this landlord was rude and ignorant. And he, he's a horrible person. He is a horrible man. Trash. Trash. <laughs> and then the janitor is carrying the golf clubs. And then the old man get hit by a car. For everybody was in the wrong there. Like, I don't understand. That like, lady that hit on, like, everybody. I was just like, y'all look just trash, people. Right? Like, what is, like, anyway. So then the man gets, goes to the hospital. And then he was like, nah, I, I'm not staying here. I'm going to go see my wife. So he goes to the care home where his sick wife is. And when he's there, he uh, kind of walks past Sangu, who's there to see Suchol, the guy he knocked unconscious in a fight. Yeah. Yeah, like in this episode, we get to like introduce with um, Suchol and his um, relationship with Sangu and stuff like that. And it's interesting to see. And you can see that he feels guilty because he's like in a coma situation. And the sister is not too pleased about him and the situation, which led up to it and stuff. But later on, we're going to definitely get more into their story background. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So later in the episode, Guru gets like a a request. And then Sangu's like, oh, wait, I totally forgot to mention this to you, Guru. My bad. But yeah, we got a request to clean up today. And he does a bad job. Right. Like, call like, you have one ago, job. Say nothing. Right. One say nothing. Job. <laughs> so yeah, they go to the place and then they meet the social worker who was like, Yeah, it was an old man and his wife. And they basically killed themselves together because they wanted to leave the world together. And the, the social worker is Su Young from Girls Generation. And you don't like Girls Generation, but I thought she did a good job. I like girl generation. You know, I love hate girl generation. It's a love and hate situation because when I got into K-pop, I adored them until Jessica left. I had (laughs) issues on how it happened, how it transpired. It's some shady stuff with some of them girls, but I still love them because they were my introduction. I still love them, still rock the old songs to this day, but... I definitely have issues with the girls. Yeah, we're I still better about Jessica. Still better. It was just the, how it happened for me. Still I can understand someone leaving, <laughs> but how it happened was too shady for me. Right, homegirl flew to four, and they was like, nah, you out the group. Like, you could have told her, one of them could have said something. Y'all didn't have to play her like that. We're still hung up on this, you guys. How long ago was that? When was that? Like... <sighs> That was like, like 2013. In- <laughs> like nah, 14. Nah. 14? Probably like around 15, 16. I no, can't. It was remember. earlier than that. 
I think it had to be like 2014 because I was still in school. Were you? Yeah, it was like 2014. I know. Either way, either way, it's been a long time and we should have moved on, but we refused to move on. It was just a shady situation. Yes. So when I see another girl's generation person act that isn't Yuna, I usually go, "Mm -hmm." not that excited because (laughs) I only grew up watching Yuna act and only liked Yuna's acting to a certain degree. Everybody else, I thought y'all did an okay job. (laughs) So Suing is one of my best people to watch acting wise. Okay. Mm -hmm yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so then so sangu's opinion of the husband and wife killing each other he blames the husband who's yeah. like the it's like why would he like why would he do this why would he like kill his wife and then kill himself like he looks at it as like why is this worth my time like we shouldn't be giving him the respect that we gave everybody else because he took yeah, out his wife he, like he didn't think his wife agreed to go out together like this because the wife was already um terminally ill and stuff like that so he thought it was a selfish request and a selfish way of ending his life along with the wife and things like that but over time he he realized some things mm-hmm. so yeah so then they go back in and they find a secret greenhouse that the husband and wife had, or the husband made for the wife, right? Yeah. And they were taking care of these plants. And some of these plants has owners of um, in that apartment complex where he goes to and, you know, be a security guard of. Janitor. Janitor. I thought he was a security guard as well. He did everything. Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he was a security guard at that one place. Yeah. Yeah, he did everything. So, um, so, uh, girls, like we have to return these to the owner and stuff like that. And, and who is it? Sango is like, I ain't doing it. Why should we? <laughs> they threw it away. It don't matter. So girl starts to go out and, you know, return them. And some of these Nobody owners are like, to- I don't want this. I get this crap away. Right. <laughs> Like, or I threw it away. I gave it away. Why would I want a plant back? I didn't want this in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. then we meet the little girl <laughs> who lives at the apartment building. Who's the, little the only girl. person that cared that he had died and cared mm-hmm. about the plant still. Yeah, because the little girl had saved up her This scene it made me so bad. She saved up her money to buy the man an air conditioner for his little security booth. And then this, this guy came by and was like, why are you letting this little girl buy stuff for you? You should be ashamed of yourself. He was, like, was like, the owner of the building, I think. He was like the owner of the building. So he was like, oh, no, I don't want to. he just lived there. And he was like, why should we, why should our, why should our bills pay for your electricity to run the air conditioner? Something like that. Yeah. And I was just like. Sir, go about your day up. and mind your business. You think in one one little air conditioner is gonna affect y'all that badly? Like, come on! Like the dude is here, security, being a security guard. If it wasn't for him being there, you would have been like, oh my gosh, someone could rob us. Blah blah blah. You know, like it's not like he asked him for a full blown. Oh, yeah, I was the world AC. It was just a normal fan AC, to be honest with you. So yeah, it was the landlord, and then um. Yeah. 
Yeah, he said he if he wants one, he should buy his own. That little girl was like, so nice. I loved her. Oh, squirrel him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then Sangu tells the social worker, like, okay, I, I misunderstood the situation. My bad. Yeah. Uh, and then what happens? And then um I think the funeral happens. Mm-hmm. Because um they you know they collect the stuff for the box their yellow box and things like that but they don't have a family to return the yellow box to Mm -hmm. nor do they have any really close people so at the funeral um girls like we're gonna be there for because he realized no one's gonna show up really Mm so he puts like the plants there and things like that that was so beautiful when he put all the plants around their um their memorial yeah things like that but still um girls like he feels sad because no one's there it's just them and stuff like that it's them the social worker and the little girl yeah and then so nice the little girl showed up she's so sweet yeah yeah she she cared but at the same time like where your parents at (laughs) right (laughs) right we never see her parents your parents let you do a lot of things little girl (laughs) Right, you go to a whole funeral. Okay, anyway. So at that same place where they're doing the funeral is another funeral happened. And this one is on a grand scale because mm-hmm. it's a worker, like a high profile worker at this company and stuff like that. And so they're getting all the buzz and they got all like the, you know, like, what, what do you call them? Like to send off and to mourn the person like what exactly is it i don't know i don't know but people came to show their respects yeah yeah just to show their respects it was a lot of people and most people were just there because they worked there and stuff like wasn't it like the son of like the ceo or something like that it was a worker it was definitely a worker like a director or something like that yeah the thing somebody of importance yeah in the company and things like that so girl felt kind of sad because theirs is so empty they don't even get those like little flower things or shrubs or whatever I don't even know what they're those wreaths 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 so he was just like oh it would be nice to get a reef and then song goes like okay (laughs) say less right say less (laughs) But he tried to go over there and steal. He's like, they got a lot of them. They don't need this one. They got that. I know. They wouldn't miss it. And it the girl's like, no, you're a thief. Who's about to snitch it? Snitch. How you gonna snitch like that? Oh you wanted a reef, didn't you? <laughs> and I was about to get one. And this so. is the, like, the older man who, like, went to the funeral for the high-profile guy. He was, like, they say the the uh, janitor's name and he's like wait a second that's a real familiar i know that man so no no Jan- um girl um found out that he worked at that same company yeah. so he had the um his like name old um card yeah oh yeah business, business card. card so he was going to those people to give out the business card to tell him he used to work here too he's his funeral is here can you mm-hmm. come he used to work there and that's when security was just like, you got to go, okay? <laughs> you ain't part of this, you got to go. 
And that's when the CEO overheard um, them talking. And mm-hmm. that's when he was like, oh, I know him and stuff like that. Then the CEO- Yeah, the janitor, the janitor was there from day one when they started the company. Yeah, and he had got, I think he retired or got let go. I think yeah, he retired. I think he retired and then he, you know, decided to do that janitor thing to make some extra bread. Because mm-hmm. when you retire, it doesn't mean you get a nice pension all the time. Yeah. <laughs> some things happen in life. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So then, be, then the guy in charge, like the old man who like is the head of the company is, he walks to um, the janitor's funeral and then everybody in the company is like, oh, guess we going here now so <laughs> yeah was like we got favorite respects to a senior mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> people are just showing up just because the ceo did it so yeah. they're like so oh, basically now too. his uh funeral place is more lively now and they mm-hmm. feel happy about it because oh he's getting re- the respect he deserves mm-hmm. okay because like as a janitor a security guard he was not getting any respect from these people in those apartment complex and mm-hmm. I wish people would not act like this. Like, y'all don't have to treat him like that. If y'all got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. I know. But y'all got to treat him like dirt. Like, come on. And half the, half the situation could have been avoided if you just minded their business. I know. Like, mind your business. And drive better, too. Because that yes, lady definitely was driving too fast in a whole little... In a parking lot. Yeah. Like, Kill says. She was in an expensive car too. <laughs> she don't care about no one life. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I love this show because just the little stuff people leave behind, like he, the fact that he even kept those business cards from what, like 40 years ago? Like, and the, how it led to him having people at his funeral. I love how they like connect stuff that way in the show. Yeah, that's really nice. And so... then at the end of the episode, Sangu learns that Sucho is in critical condition and he's running to the hospital. And that's where that ends, episode six. Okay, now to episode seven. <laughs> so episode seven, Sangu begrudgingly took uh, Kim Sucho under his wing 10 years ago, unaware that his mentorship would bloom into brotherhood and end in destruction. Oh no, so what, how does this start? This one was something else. So he finds out that Suchil, mm-hmm. that's what he said. Okay, Suchil, he's in critical condition. So he runs over to the hospital. He meets the doctor and his sister. And the doctor's like, he's, he's not going to last much longer and things like that. And to tell them to be prepared because he might pass away. And Sango's like, no, no what surgery he needs we we could do this we could right. do this and the sister is like y'all just let him go <laughs> it, it's been so long what are we saving he he's gone already mm-hmm. we shouldn't be doing this anymore i'm tired like i'm tired and he's yeah, like i've no. been the one that was here like you were busy in jail i've been the one that's been at his bedside every day like I'm yeah tired. she's like i've been stuck since that day doing this i can't do this forever he's dying Mm-hmm. Cho, he I mean Sungu is like nah nah he ain't listening to nothing he's like I'm gonna save his life regardless I'm gonna get the money for the surgery and I'll be right back so mm-hmm. being Sungu who he is narrow-minded don't think just action <laughs> don't think about nobody else but his own needs he runs back to the house 
and he rummages through and finds the deed to the house. <sighs> this little snake. <laughs> <laughs> then Sangu decides to run to the only person he knows that would do some shady things for him, which is that old lady. I don't know her name. Didn't care to find out. I don't out. think they ever say her name. I don't care. Didn't want to know. Don't <laughs> like her. Snake. That's her name. She is snake. She's a real <laughs> snake. <laughs> so he's there with her talking about, here's the deed. Help me get the money. We do a trade-off and stuff like that. And she's like, you know what? A better situation would be, you give me the deed. And you also fight in this big tournament. If you mm-hmm. win, I'll give you back the deed and you can have the money. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want to fight no more. And she's like, I don't want to hear it though. <laughs> you going to fight. Right. <laughs> you here for a trade. You want the money. You going to listen to me. And he's just like, nah, think on how it's going to go and stuff like that. But once he gets the phone call one more time from the sister, he's like, you know what, bet. He signs the paper, he runs off with the cash. But by the time he gets there, too late. Yep, Sushal's dead. He gone. Yes. So he, he just did all that for nothing. Literally yeah. nothing. But throughout that, we have flashbacks. And yeah. the flashbacks are. So the first flashback, Sushal is getting beaten up by a group of boys, and Sangu is watching. And he's like, homie why why are you just getting beat up like this like no this this is what we're not gonna do so then sangu steps in and like basically scares the boys off like beats them up and scares them off and yeah he then, was about to hurt one of them badly and then um yeah Sucho was like yo yo don't do that don't do that they're gonna harass me if they get hurt themselves i don't got money like that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Sucho was like thank you and sangu was like no i don't like people who get beaten up like, yeah, it's bad that they beat you up, but it's worse that you let yourself get beaten up. And, and like, then Sucho's you, you like, you know what? You're right. So train me. And Sango's like, I don't do that either. Right. <laughs> yeah, he like just shows up at his gym. Like, first of all, how he know where to go? How he know he boxed at that He gym? stalked him. You know, right. he stalked him because he was probably in that area. He was like, okay, he probably in this area. So let's follow his like routine and stuff like that. I, you could stalk. Okay. I ain't training no stalkers. Stalker. <laughs> anybody See, if, if he just showed up where i was training that would be weird to me like hey, he was all he was trying to at yeah. heart if you're a k-pop fan you're a stalker in my <laughs> personal opinion because yeah, <laughs> we like, knew some details concerts came around <laughs> <laughs> yeah so in the end he decides to train suchel and teach him how to box so he can learn how to defend himself and fight back he did it reluctantly at first and then he grew to like him being around and stuff like that so he was like you know what i'll train you you know and it, it was a nice bonding moment and things like that them training mm-hmm. together yeah and then we flash back to the present where it's after the funeral and sangu is in the sister's home and sangu asked to be the one to uh, clean up the brother's stuff like in the in a respectful way so yeah, he goes um, through his belongings. Yeah, Sancho, um, he definitely trained enough to be a professional boxer too. And mm-hmm. he won his championship soon afterwards and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But things oh, I love went... that scene where he was where he was watching the match and like cheering for him. 
yeah it, it was so nice and so adorable mm-hmm. and you know as soon as he won he Sancho decides to quit and Sango's like what the hell are you talking about you can't just quit mm-hmm. stuff like that so yeah then when he's going through his the stuff in his room uh after the funeral he finds his medical record that says he had uh just a traumatic brain injury from all the boxing he was doing. It was called like drunken punch, something like that. Punch drunk syndrome. Yeah. And I was like, never heard of it, but it makes sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah. So that's how we realized like why he quit. Yeah. Cause he wanted to open up a little um, business with his father as well. Mm -hmm. And he wants to quit. And he's like, Oh, I get it now. And Mm -hmm. and, like, he breaks down crying and stuff like that. It was just so Mm -hmm. sad. The fact that he kind of contributed to it by yeah. training him. Yeah, he did. He was like, if I had not trained them, man. Mm-hmm. So then we get another flashback. So Sangu's given a new opponent last minute at one of the underground fights that the, the snake lady set up. And mm-hmm. so he get, he goes into the ring and then he sees his opponent and it's Suchel. Oh, no. And he is just devastated because he thought Suchol quit. And here Suchol is an underground fighting ring. And the mm-hmm. woman already told him, like, I got money on you. You better win this fight. And he has to win it at the seventh round. Mm-hmm. He has to fight this whole time and get to the seventh round to win. Because that's mm-hmm. where the lady bet all her money at. So he at first won the fight, but he knows what's going to happen. So, you know, he eggs on Suchil be like, you got to fight. We got to fight this out right now. Mm-hmm. And they both fight it out and going at it and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. you can just see them get tired and stuff like that. Because, like, Sangu is not going all out. And Suchil mm-hmm. is just, just going with the flow. But Suchil is definitely getting more tired and beaten up. Than Hanging on by the thread. Yeah, he, he was out of it by the sixth round. He, he was... He, at one punch, he would have been done it, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And but Sango's he kept him, back up. Right? And Sango's like, stop getting up. Stop, stop it. Stop getting up. Like, dude, you need to stop getting up. And the seventh round come around, and he's like, yo, you can't get up no more. I wish he would have tried to give him some hint. Like, just stay down. I got you with money later. But mm-hmm. you need to stay the hell down. <laughs> <laughs> but then... Sangu's brother shows up so Guru's dad shows up and like shouts his name and then he has like a flashback to his childhood and how his brother wasn't there for him and it just and he triggered gets a something moment, he gets triggered to the point he was like how the hell and then one last time he punches Sang- Sucho and Sucho goes down hard mm-hmm. and smacks his head on the ground and he doesn't get back up. Yeah. He coughs out blood. And mm-hmm. Sango just realized what the hell he just did. Mm-hmm. And Suchil rushed to the hospital. And Snake Lady is just like, well, he he went down in the seventh round. <laughs> yeah, so that's episode seven. So any thoughts on episode seven? Anything special? Yes. So Suchil is just a kind soul. 
Mm-hmm. Just bad circumstance. Like he yeah. didn't have it easy. Because if he didn't box, he would definitely got beat up or decide to kill himself on that bridge. Honestly, because mm-hmm. he was gonna jump. Oh yeah. Like everything in him, he was gonna jump. So that's something to think about. So mm-hmm. yeah, I like it was not a win-win seven. situation at all. <laughs> yeah. I liked learning their backstory. Cause you you understood that Sangu cared for Sucho like before the flashbacks. But you didn't understand like why or to what extent. So it was nice yeah. having that that backstory to understand, like, oh, this is why he really doesn't want him to die. And because it's all guilt for him, like true mm-hmm. guilt. Like he's like, I don't want to abandon him because he knows what it means to be abandoned his own self. Because this is like the first person in a very long time that he had next to him that he treated like a brother too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was nice. So that was episode seven. Episode eight, Sangu is coerced into signing up for a fight in exchange for Guru and the house deed. On a special day, Guru leads Sangu down memory lane. So episode eight starts with Sangu is like, he just leaves. He basically runs away. And then Guru is worried. No, no, and- no. He found the card. It was a doctor's card. And on the back of it was, he wrote down, um, Sangu must meet his brother. And then we see that, um, you know, Sangu came to the match. No, wait, what's the name uh, of the girl's dad again? Man, Jung, Jung-woo? Yeah. Okay, so Jung-woo came to the match and stuff like that. Sangu saw him. So we found out that Su-chil tried to, he's the reason why jung was there during that match mm-hmm. and he wanted them to meet each other so when um uh Sangu got you know sent to jail his brother came there to meet him because this is the first time they're meeting in such a long time but mm-hmm. Sangu doesn't want to meet him doesn't talk to him throughout his whole time in jail stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah and that's when he runs away <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so no, that was wasn't that the end of episode seven? Because episode eight, he's already gone. It happened between that time period. <laughs> Let's put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, after after finding out about like Suchol and like finally understanding everything that happened, the whole situation, he um he runs away basically kind of to like avoid fighting in the match with the woman but then girl was like oh no my uncle's missing so he puts up missing person posters boo boo that's a grown man it's a grown man he ran away he it's not like you're looking for a little kitty it's a grown man even the friend is like yo he he's gone okay he's not coming back i knew he would run away eventually at the same time, I didn't understand why he even left. You still got to return that house deed you stole, okay? Mm-hmm. You leaving things a mess. Girl right. doesn't deserve this. He ain't do nothing to you, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, return the house deed, get stuff right, and then leave if you want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. yeah. So then, then the woman, the snake woman, that's her name now, snake woman. I think in the show they call her madam, but to us, she's snake woman. She's so, a snake. <laughs> snake. So the snake woman and her group of men that work for her see Guru putting up these posters and they're like, oh, 
clearly you know the guy we're looking for so we just gonna take you so they just put guru in the car and guru was like what's going on he's just lost and confused and i'm like homie fight back something something girl's not gonna fight back girl girl's like what what's going on you should not do this stop it and i was like girl come on but the snake lady she didn't hurt girl you know good for her because i would have choked her through the screen (laughs) (laughs) yeah she left guru alone he was he was just a little confused yeah yeah. and so she she finally calls sango yeah and it's like, uh, we got your somebody here. They don't even know who he is. They're like, we got your somebody. Or maybe, I think Guru probably told them. They were like, we got your nephew here. So you better yeah. come fight. <laughs> he's like, I don't care about him. I, I don't care and stuff like that. And he's like, and she's like, I know you care. So be here. <laughs> <laughs> and he shows up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like we all expect him to. Because if he didn't, I would have been like, I'm going to get rid of him gonna find that actor and get rid of him <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so then there's some little filler stuff that was like eh. and then yeah they finally so- talked it out and sungle agrees to fight that one big match because he has to get back the house deed and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you know a girl starts um, treating him a little bit nicer you know like give him food you know cook for him not like making him live like a whole hobo in the middle of the room anymore like acknowledging him a little bit more and I'll be like well, I don't want him to leave again so I'll be a little bit nicer <laughs> yeah so then we cut to Guru who he goes on a trip every year with his father and Sangu was like I'm trying to go too and Guru was like no it was for me and my dad I don't know you like that like so i'm going yeah because namu wanted to go and namu told the um, uncle like sango you need to follow him because we don't know where he's going and we need to he gets into trouble when he's by himself yeah and he always does (laughs) (laughs) so he first of all sango snuck around following guru so poorly all guru had to do was turn around one time and he would have saw him like it was in his own little world right it was not good sneaking (laughs) at all but yeah, so Guru goes to like, where does he, he goes to like different restaurants. He gets like, what do you get? Like chicken, pizza, sushi. I don't know. No, there was at the amusement park first. And at the amusement park, he gets in trouble with these um, teenage boys in the bathroom mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's when um, uh, Osangu uses the police siren noise on his phone. Yeah, to get them to run away. And then he finds those little schoolboys and teach them a lesson and be like, mm-hmm. don't mess with him. I'll be back. Right. And he's <laughs> smart. You better leave him alone. Yeah. And that's when um, Sangu decides to um, show himself the girl and stuff like that. Like, oh, you're here too. What a coincidence. Let's hang out together. <laughs> <laughs> Sangu's like, oh, I just happen to be here. <laughs> and the girl's like, can you follow me? You can't be here. This is just for me and my dad. And he's like, forget it. Let's go on some rides now. So they go yeah, on rides. Just been marking down. The, he's been walking by him, looking at him. And yeah, and down. I thought that was weird. But at the same time, I was like, I don't think he had the, the courage to go on it by himself anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, Sangu gets him to go on rides, which is nice. And they go on like the kitty rides. And Guru's which was the appropriate because yeah. I don't think he can handle the big ones <laughs> yeah he was he was scared on the kitty rides but Sangu's like no open your eyes and enjoy it like it's fine and he does and which is nice 
Like they go through everything on the list, all the rides at the amusement park. And the last one was the carousel. So with the carousel, um, you could definitely tell that Sandra like, like looked at it and like remembered something, but not truly remembering what it meant to him at that moment. Mm-hmm. And then that's when girls like, okay, that was nice, but the rest of the day, you can't be here now. Right. Yeah. So bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> The son goes like, nah, I can't leave him alone. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he follows him again. <laughs> yep. And they end up at an old railway station. Yeah, they go through all these like different food places. Yeah, that's what happened. He's like, how many restaurants are you going to go into? Like, mm-hmm. are you that hungry? <laughs> and that's when it gets to the railroad place. Yeah. And then Sangu recognizes it as the place that he was waiting for his brother at when he was a child. So then we yeah. start to learn the backstory between Sangu and his brother, Guru's father. So they, they both came from an abusive house. And Jung, his name, Jungu, I keep forgetting this man's name. <laughs> yeah, Jungu. So Jungu kept promising his little brother, Sangu, like, I'm going to come back for you. Like, because the dad was abusive and kept trying to kick him out. And he was like, so Jungu was like, I'm going to come back for you. I'm going to come back for you. Like, meet me at this place at this time and like for his birthday yeah because um first the mother had passed away and he was like i'll be back for you but the um father was still abusive and he wasn't letting go of sangu at the time then a year later that's when the dad passes away and at the funeral that's when um jung uh sneaked up and told him on this date june 29th you got to be here around this time and we're going to run away. I'm going to take you away. So you don't have to go with those um, family members or to an orphanage at the time, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when he's like, okay, good. So Sangu goes to his little meeting spot where no one can see him. And he hides there and waits for a couple of days. I think like three days. Because that's what he, his brother told him and things like that. But his brother never showed up during those three days. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and the reason he didn't show up. So before the, was it, I think it was before the funeral for the dad. So the Jungu asked Sangu, like, what do you want for your birthday? And Sangu, yeah. li- and Sangu was like, I want to eat this, this, and this. I want to eat this food. Um, I want to go to the amusement park. And then he asked for Nike sneakers. Yeah, yeah. Them OG that, that was that was like later on, like when he found the sneakers in the storage ca- mm-hmm. container. So like um, at the time, he he's like upset with girls. Like, why are you here? Why did you come here? And he tells them like, my dad always come here and he prays. And, and, the, he, and puts the rock on the pile. Yeah, and makes a wish on this day. And he's like, why would he do that? That's like my birthday. This is where we were supposed to meet and stuff like that. And then he's upset. He was like, what? Just because he come here, I'm supposed to forgive him. I'm supposed to understand why he never showed up, but he didn't show up. And then mm-hmm. that's when um, girls starts telling him why, like what happened to his dad on that day. Because on that day, his dad went to the department store the Sam Pong department store and it collapsed that mm-hmm. day when he was there. 
and he was injured and he was in the hospital during those three days, but he was there for quite some time, a few months, mm-hmm. I think, because he got injured pretty badly. So mm-hmm. that Sampu, Sampong, Poon, I'm not sure how yeah, I'm saying Sampung. it. Sampung. department store collapse is actually a real event that actually happened on that date. So it was kind of nice how they like connect that into real the life. story, yeah. you know, and like show like all the people lives that were shaken up by that day and how mm-hmm. many people were probably waiting for their loved ones and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that was like really interesting to see because I never heard of it until till now. Yeah, it says 501 people died in that. Yeah, it was so, so the fact that his brother made it out even is amazing. Yeah, because he was under the rubble for quite some time before mm-hmm. they got to him. Yeah, that's so how that's- Sangu realizes like what day it was because Guru tells him the day his father got a, a big scar on his back was from the accident. Yeah, and that's um, Sangu, you know, he's still in denial, but he felt bad. But at the same time, he's like still hurt that he never showed up. Mm-hmm. But once they finally like go back home and he goes down to where um, Guru puts down a popcorn mm-hmm. and just leaves it in like a storage place, he goes into there and he finds the Nike sneakers with the letter from his um, Jung-un. And he realized he's been buying sneakers like every couple of years to show how old he has grown. So, mm-hmm. you know, he could like, when he meets him again, give him the sneakers that he promised him. And that's when he breaks down crying. Yeah, it was, it was like deep to see the original pair of sneakers and how they were covered in like dust. And because yeah, the, the whole time kind of torn too. Yeah. Was torn yeah, because he held on to he that even though the sneakers and he rubble. was like crushed under the rubble and stuff like that because that was the reason why brother. he went to the department store in the first mm-hmm. place because he he was gonna they get had a the giant knockoff ones he wanted to get him the real ones because that's what he wanted mm-hmm. and the purpose had a big sign saying nikes right here so he that's when he really like it sets in and how he feels so horrible for never like truly he, forgiving him or even giving him a chance to talk to him yeah he held in that hate for so long that yeah anger. and he finally got to like let it go finally because that because he was so upset for such a long yeah, time yeah even when his brother tried to visit him in prison like he wouldn't listen to him so his brother never had the chance to explain yeah so i think he finally felt like oh my god i should have had I've been living with this anger for so long for no reason. Like mm-hmm. he would have been his there. Going. Like his, he would have been there if it wasn't for this incident. Mm-hmm. So that that was so sad to see. You know, mm-hmm. is there anything else that happened on? Yeah. That so episode? then also in that like storage, uh, like it was like I guess it was like a closet thing. The like storage yeah. closet thing. They find uh paper. Sangu finds paperwork that shows that Guru was adopted. Yes. So we're oh, like, yeah. what? He was adopted. Yeah, that was shocking for me. But at the same time, I felt like it could have happened because um the mother was sick and she was always sick because when they met, they met in the hospital. So mm-hmm. I always found it odd. I was like, huh, that's interesting that you know she gave birth even though she was so sick 
Mm-hmm. But I didn't really read much into it because I was like, mm, maybe that's why he came out, um, you know, with special needs and things. But mm-hmm. finding out he was adopted, I was like, oh, that makes sense now. Because mm-hmm. I, because at first I thought like the mother died in like childbirth, and then as the story went along, I realized, oh, she was around for quite some time before she passed away. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So that's episode eight. We end with finding our girl was adopted. Yeah. So the episode nine, Matthew Green's search for his birth mother ends with a heartbreaking misunderstanding and Sangu sets out to enter his final fight. So this episode starts with this uh, Korean guy, Sung Min, who was, a, a do- he was found alone as a baby and was adopted by the state of New York. And his name was changed to Matthew Green. So when he was younger, he was always sick and had heart problems. So it was hard for him to grow up in the state. And he returned to Korea to find his. He birth was kicked mother. out, actually. Yeah, he was kicked out because so I guess he was never adopted, right? Or the families that were ado- adopted him couldn't take care of him because his heart problem was too expensive. Yeah, and things like that. And then the country, as he got older, was like, "Well, you are not a actual citizen, citizen. since you weren't born here. Mm-hmm. You never got the proper papers, so you need to go back." Mm-hmm. But when he went back, he also realized how tough it was because at the same time, he doesn't have papers for, you know, Korea too. So he can't get a proper job either. And, and plus, he doesn't speak Korean. He doesn't speak Korean either. So a lot of people are reluctant to even hire him. Yeah, that was so, a sad story. He got, he got, yeah, first he was abandoned. So then he was kicked out of America. It's a whole, like, it doesn't matter. Like, they took him from his homeland to send him to another land and then get abandoned there and then get treated like he doesn't belong and then get sent back to his homeland and also get treated like he doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where do I truly belong? Because he did this whole documentary to, to find his mother and, you know, to come back there to find his mother because he said that he just wants to meet her. It's mm-hmm. nothing more than that because he's sick. And he just yeah. wanted to meet her. So, yeah, so his heart problem is what ends up ultimately killing him because he can't get to his medication. Yeah. And then he passes away from that. So then move to heaven steps in and then we meet the social worker again, Soo Young, your favorite. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she basically like, <laughs> she basically explains his situation to Sangun Guru about his heart problem and how he was sent to the U.S. Um, and his and search how, for his mother and things yeah, and how like he that. never found her. Yeah, and how his like poor conditions he was living in. Now he just passed yeah, he away. Was like living in like yeah, he was living in not the best, not the best conditions. You could tell he was definitely depressed. That's what yeah. ended up like also contributing to his passing away so young as well because mm-hmm. his he his room looked like he didn't care anymore like yeah it was just like i'm just here because he was like in a type of a, like a motel type of situation too mm-hmm. it was just a heartbreaking scene just to see his whole place how trash it was and things like that he had a little dog you know yeah, and then the dog ended up going to the vet because Guru was like, "I found a collar. Where's his dog?" Yeah, Guru has so, to, he has to know. 
Yeah. So they make his little box and in his box, he has so many things, but there's no one to give it to. He truly had no one. Mm-hmm. But Guru also realized he wanted to find his mother because um, in, in the box, it seems like he was still searching for his mother. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Guru is like trying to finish the search for him search and he puts all the pieces together and they're all just there looking through all the um books and things and magazines that he has of this news lady Mm -hmm. so they all come to realize the reason why he thinks is this news lady is because of the photo that he found in the book that was that he that was sent with him when he was adopted yeah and he realized that's me in the picture that she you know mm-hmm. this holding and that little girl matches up to the picture she in had the, in her in book. book so he often you know realized oh that, that could must be, my be my mother mom. you know that must be my mother she must have gave me up and things like that so yeah because in the past he had he had gone through the adoption agency to see if the mom was open to meeting him and the they told him no. yeah they told him like sorry your biological mother does not want to see you like due to unknown like an unknown situation because of her situation it wasn't appropriate to meet him mm-hmm. so that leads that even leads the viewers to think oh it must be the news lady because it would make oh sense. yeah like, i was definitely if you're a public figure <laughs> you don't want to be known for like giving away your son like say you gave birth as a teenager you don't want to be known for that as a person in the public eye especially in korea yeah, definitely. Korea is not the place that let it happen. <laughs> if we're in America, you could spin off a story, you know, get those views in, but not in yeah. Korea. <laughs> <laughs> so they, so they also think that that's his mom, his biological yeah. mom. So they, they didn't go down to the news station. Girl was determined to meet this lady and give her the box. He, to- he has to deliver this yellow box. Like that is his mission in all the episodes yes so, so they they finally get in contact with her after going through so many things because they follow her home basically they did a whole stalking thing. i know they really did follow her home that was very strange and, and literally walked up on her as she got to her house if it was me i would have been like police <laughs> me <laughs> whenever you say police Are you think people? of that video and this what was the video was in the subway or something it was like police police help police <laughs> i was always like that video but yeah so they follow this news lady home and they're like do you know matthew green and she's like no i no. i don't know matthew green i don't know who that is and they said his korean name mm-hmm. and that's when she was like what like she starts to like listen to i know them. and they showed her the items in the box and she saw the picture yeah, like the oh, name. And, oh, like, she saw the um the baby blanket that she embroidered for him. Yeah, yeah. It was the the clothes, the baby yeah, clothes. Yeah. And, and she was like, "No, he's not my son, but I did take care of him." Yeah, they finally sit down and talk and stuff like that. Because at first it was just like you abandoned him, and they're like, "No, I am not the mother." Mm-hmm. And she starts explaining to him the situation because. At the time, her parents were taking care of these um, 
foster kids that were going to be sent to America. Mm -hmm. So they would um, take care of them until, you know, their paperwork and things went through. Mm -hmm. So um, Matthew was their like last case because it was so Mm -hmm. hard for them because it was just hard to let go of the child afterwards because they built such a great bond with them. Mm -hmm. They got attached. Yeah. And especially the daughter and the mother, they, they were definitely attached to him and the daughter definitely she took care of him a lot yeah she loved him that was i love that scene too like yeah i'm just like happy knowing the, that he was house. loved at one point in his yeah. life you know because throughout his life you could tell that no one was there for him like yeah, no nobody one. was there for him nobody wanted him and things like that and as they're talking about it she's like why didn't he come see me i could have if if he would have came to me I could have like at least remembered him. And that's when a girl tells him, oh, he did. He did yeah. go see you. And that's when they realized he had went to the fan signing that she had that book fan signing. Mm-hmm. And he had went there, but he never said his name. Because he thought he was about to introduce himself to his mom. And he had worked up trying to figure it out in Korean so he could talk. And he got too nervous. And at the last minute, he, he, he felt Matthew like Green. he didn't want to like mess up her life because of who she was and he had and been he told felt, that his biological mother didn't want to see him so that's why he said his english name matthew mm-hmm. Green, instead of his korean name mm-hmm. and just like that he that was like the last time he saw her and over time you know he slowly deteriorated his health mm-hmm. and everything and you could tell she felt so bad and everything, mm-hmm. even though she she never really truly abandoned him. It was like their job to do what they had to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And you could tell she would have definitely have helped them. Yeah, she definitely would have helped She him loved him. Some, she loved him too. Definitely like gave him some type of notice, helped him out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just miscommunication happened in yeah. this episode. So also like how so then so after the fan signing Matthew like ripped all the pages out of the book because he was mad like mad at himself kind of I guess kind of mad at the situation and then yeah. I, I love how Guru like found all the ripped pages and just put them back in the book like put it back together like what the money yeah. but he organized the money yeah it was so nice so the news lady actually did a whole new segment on like Matthew's case and also other Korean kids that have been sent over to America and who are forgotten and abandoned Mm -hmm. because it's a sad situation because some of them don't get properly adopted some get abandoned some get you know deported back to Korea with no place to go they they lost the ability to speak Korean properly. They only know English now. How do, mm-hmm. are they supposed to like find jobs? Like no, they get treated so badly too. They're like you're mm-hmm. Korean, but you don't speak Korean. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that. Yeah. So, so after they see the news story, Guru basically tells Sangu that like I didn't I don't know my real parents either. So Sangu didn't think Guru knew that he was adopted, but Guru knew he was adopted. Yeah, and- I guess. Like through this whole mission, I realized that girl knew because mm-hmm. he was really determined to get yeah. this box. Like you could feel it. Like he wanted to like 
approach this lady and like figure out why would you have abandoned him and why didn't you want him type of situation because you could tell that girl thinks about it you know mm-hmm. like I don't know her would she you know my mother that abandoned me would she wanted to know how I'm doing would she had come see me if like I could go see her type of situation mm-hmm. so yeah he was definitely determined so yeah, yeah, so then when they return back home, and it's the next day, then Sangu, like, makes breakfast for Guru, and, like, is just being extra nice, and Guru is suspicious. So then we realize he's being suspicious because Sangu is about to go fight so he can get the D back. And he also yeah. makes the snake woman promise, like, I'm going to do this fight, but don't touch Guru. Yeah, this is going to be the last time. You can't bother him not doing this no more leave him mm. out of it type of situation because girl told Sangu like you can't leave again you gotta promise me not to leave again and you know Sangu was like don't worry I'll be back type of situation <laughs> I'm not gonna leave so, so yeah so he, he sets off for his final fight mm-hmm. and then before the fight he asked the snake lady uh, I'm gonna need that deed back before this right. fight because I don't trust you now. Okay, before I don't we do trust this, you and good thing he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she <Yeah. is> fake. <laughs> and then Namu finds the papers about punch drunk punch drunk syndrome from that Sangu got from Suchol, but Namu thinks it's about Sangu. So now they're extra worried. They're like, oh no, we, oh we really my God, break he's going to die. He right. went out to fight and die. That type mm-hmm. of situation. Yeah. And I think that's where episode nine ends, right? Yes. So episode nine ends with them like, oh no, we got to go get to this fight. So Sangu doesn't die. Okay. So yeah, episode nine, it was. Uh, Matthew's it was, story was yeah, Matthew's story. Because he never knew, he misunderstood. Mm-hmm. in his death and he didn't get to realize how much that lady loved him though even though she was she wasn't his mother mm-hmm. you know i wish he would have found out because he died in such a lonely way yeah like oh, out of everybody i think he died the loneliest like the most yeah, the saddest and everything because everybody else had some person Somebody. in their life even in the first point. episode like the first episode he died alone but at least he had his family he had his parents you know like he had something to work a goal to mm-hmm. everybody at least experienced like love or happiness or family at one point him on the other hand didn't he did mm-hmm. not get to experience that and the memories he had he was too young to even remember them mm-hmm. yeah that was sad so that was episode nine episode ten not yet ready to let go of Jung, not ready to let Jungu go. Guru runs away from home. As their cohabitation comes to an end, Sangu's qualification as a guardian is determined. So episode 10 picks up where episode nine left off. So Guru and Namu are running to the underground fighting ring and they get to the passcode and Guru is, Namu's like, I don't know. Cause last time she was there, she snuck in when other people went in. So she's like, oh no, what do we do? But Guru and his perfect memory, it was like, I got this. And just yeah, because when he was because he was when he was kidnapped, he saw the lady or one of them put it in. So he mm-hmm. remembered. So he puts in the code and she's like, 
wow you do this <laughs> you know kind of surprised and he's like let's go <laughs> we gotta go save our uncle <laughs> so yeah they go into the where the match is happening and no. they see the uncle getting beat up and no so he was his, actually doing very good but when they came in well. he got distracted and yeah. that's when the guy you know started his fighting this cheating. russian fighter his little cheating because he put like a little blade in between his hands mm-hmm. so now he's getting cut i bet that snake over. lady gave him the blade too i don't know who gave it to him but he is a whole i, I wouldn't put it past the snake lady to give like, him a blade like why would you even fight like that that's no honor no mm-hmm. honor at all I, yeah. I don't get that yeah, so I think Guru and Nama realize, oh, this is this is not this is not a good situation. Mm-mm. So we do we need to end get this. Hurt real bad. <laughs> yes, this is all the blood from the blade. So yeah, Guru is quick thinking because he remembers when he was kidnapped where the light switch is. He goes and turns off the light, and then Guru and Nama rush in, grab the uncle, and he, before he got there, he called the police because he had the car from the. From the he murder. saw the card from the lady and remembered the number. Yeah. So yeah. he just re- he remembered the number and called the lady and told the lady what the was lady going from on. the the murderer with the daycare teacher. Yeah. So they get into the ring, you know, trying to get him out, but Snake Lady, such quick thinking, got the lights back on, <laughs> and then she escapes too. So the police rush in, and she escapes too. That they they were right. And the police came there, you know, start rounding up everybody. And Sangu and them, you know, snuck away. They covered Sangu and snuck away. I don't understand how, how that able, was logical. I would say, like, how were they able to? It felt like the lady, you know, met them before they rushed away. It would have made sense. But at the same time, it's like. No, they just straight up walked past police. The police I know, were rounding up everybody. Add up. I was like, so you're not going to arrest them, but you're going down there and arrest You're not going to at least people. question them. Like even not gonna be like stop wait here you know like even if the lady he called was like make sure you don't arrest us like the other officer ain't gonna know that they don't know who they looking for exactly they would have stopped everybody they just threw a towel over him called it a day like a blanket over him that it didn't add up but if i saw two kids coming out of a uh underground ring like that i would have been like especially somebody with a blanket over them yeah like if we're doing a police raid, that's that's the one person I'm looking for. The one with the blanket over them. Because that's hella suspicious. Yeah, it didn't add up. And then they're like, oh my God, we have to get you to a hospital. We know that you're sick. You have the drunk syndrome. And he's like, yo, yo, I, I'm not sick. I'm okay. <laughs> <Wasn't> <laughs> but they're not listening to him. So, you know, <laughs> they drag him to the hospital. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, so then what happens? Yeah, so they get to the hospital, you know, he just has to stay, I think, overnight. And they realize he doesn't have it, but still he's, you know, badly hurt because of that whole cheating guy with the blades. So he just stays overnight, really. Yeah, and that was so um, nice of Guru. That shows that he like is starting to care about his uncle. Yeah, at first Guru was like, You live your life, I live my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but he, he stayed with him in the hospital, which was sweet. yeah. Because girl likes his own place, but he still, you know, lay down and on that couch and stayed with him because mm-hmm. he was really worried. And, and you could tell that um, Sangu, you know, liked it, was happy that he was there and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. And then when they got home, 
they sat down to eat and Guru let Sangu sit at the table, which never happened. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he started caring about him a little bit more. Because that was like... his father's spot and he let him sit at the table. They I still, know. I love how they still left the place for the dad too. They cooked three meals, which was sweet. Yeah, that's nice, but at the same time, I'm like, it's time to let go. Right, that's time that would just go. waste the food. It's, people it, it, it's just time to let go. The more you do that, the harder it's going to be for you to let go. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to happen in the next scene as the lawyer shows up. Mm-hmm. And they're telling him it's time to let your dad go because he has the um, his ashes still. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's time for you to send back his ashes where his mother is laying to rest. Mm-hmm. But um, and then Guru, Guru locks, locks himself him. in the bedroom. And he's like, nope, not happening. Not doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not like come on, kid, let's go. And so they like trying to get him out, banging on the door. And when they finally get through, they realize he has run Only off. Then climbed out the window. I don't understand why he has a ladder in this room and how he Yeah, knew. why? I know. That was weird. I was just like, this boy is ready to run away at any moment. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> he had he a whole ready. escape route. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so then there's like a flashback to young Guru and they're, they're at the doctor's office and the doctor's concerned, well, the family is concerned because Guru because doesn't he, talk. He doesn't talk at all. Mm-hmm. So they were worried out. about him and trying to communicate with him. And then when they get home and the parents are learning um, sign language mm-hmm. at the time. And when um, the mother tried to ask the father about how you sign something, mm-hmm. girl ends up doing the sign. Mm-hmm. And that's when they realize this is another way we could communicate with him mm-hmm. and stuff. And that's so nice to see. It, it was really touching because, like, even though he wasn't using his voice, he still like learned a way to communicate with his parents, mm-hmm. and you could tell how happy they were mm-hmm. and stuff. Because they were yeah. working hard to learn that sign language, and the fact that it was working and paying off made them happy. Yeah, and they finally go to an aquarium because he loves sea, the sea he creatures loves and sea creatures. Yes, and he gets there, and as soon as he gets there and he sees the animals, he just starts spewing all facts about the animals and the mm-hmm. everything he's writing his books. And the parents are like, oh my God, he is talking. He talks. They're just watching him just talk away. And you can tell how happy they are. They're crying and relieved that, like, yo, he is finally talking. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're a, happy. As a daycare teacher, that scene wore my heart. Because I have kids who don't talk that much or at all. So to see him like come so far in his development, his like child development, it was so nice to see. Yeah, I was happy was for really his parents. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I have was. parents who are concerned that their child doesn't talk. And I'm like, they'll get there. Yeah, they'll finally get to it, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think present day, you know, girls missing and son goes like, I need to go find him now. And, but they're trying to figure out where would he even go? Mm-hmm. And I think, was it Namu that tells him he might go somewhere? Oh, well, no, it was, wasn't it a picture the dad had of the fire station? 
Yeah, and I think that's why he's like, he might go there because he, um, Sangu knows that they used to live somewhere else before where they're living now. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it Busan? Was it Busan? Yeah, Busan. So he drives to Busan hoping he'll find um, Guru there. Or at least so, have somebody help that might know, know where he is. And stuff like that. So they get, he gets to the police station and he meets one of, um, Jung Un's the fire station. co-worker at the oh it's the fire station sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's late <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so late yeah so he finds a co-worker and he he's like oh the that kid he he's okay still because he's like it's crazy the first time they met each other um Jung Un and girl Mm-hmm. And then that's when the they we get a flashback of how they met. Yeah, so, so snowy day. Be, yeah, jungle <laughs> used to be a firefighter, and it was a cold, snowy day, and it never snows there. But for some never reason, snows it was snowing where they day. were at. <laughs> yeah. So they get a call about a cat being trapped in like, what was it? It's like basement cellar type thing. Yeah, like because somebody's hearing like. Place. A they're hearing a noise that yeah they're hearing a noise that they think is a cat so they're like okay let's go get this cat it's cold we don't want nothing to happen to the cat so they get down there and the more he the longer he's down there he's like i don't think this is a cat you guys so he gets closer and he finds a baby wrapped in a blanket and then he's freaking out he was like y'all it's not a cat it's a child it's Call a child <laughs> we need ambulance right now right and they rush up and they finally get the baby to a hospital and at the time he's just like he wants to check up on the baby so you know Mm -hmm. he goes in later to check on the baby and it is so small like that that was was a weird like cgi baby i know but still it was was a little creepy but (laughs) it it was creepy but at the same time i was like oh my god that thing was small (laughs) i didn't realize how small it was (laughs) because it was wrapped around in blankets Mm -hmm. i was just like oh my god he was definitely a premature baby yeah it made me wonder i was like who would go all the way down there just to leave the baby that mother wanted that child to die i know he could have the mother could have took the child to a fire station uh, like that's legal to do you can leave anywhere a child else and they won't station. go after you exactly so it, it had to be someone that's not educated or someone that was really young in my opinion and plus it looked like it was a ma- premature baby too so it probably mm-hmm. was an early birth mm-hmm. so it was probably someone that was hiding their pregnancy for a while mm-hmm. because it made no sense that the person would just abandon that baby in that place because it's somewhere you it's hard to get into yeah it's not out in the open it's underground you had to be someone that knew that area or was in that building mm-hmm. that mother lived in that building in my opinion mm-hmm. must have been someone young in my opinion i know we never get the full this is about to turn to law or sbu episode we need the <laughs> i know <laughs> i wish they would have you know Had a investigated SVU. that in my opinion but on svu korea to find out what happened to guru's mom because if it was me i would have locked her up point blank simple yeah that's, that definitely is like child she, endangerment she le- at least she at where the very she least, placed that's endangerment. Them, where she left them he was gonna die 
Yeah, he was going to die. There was no way of someone finding them if it wasn't for his cries. Well, the nurse even said it was a miracle he survived that long. I know. So that was just sad. Yeah. So then Jungle tells his wife about the baby and like everything that happened. And they, so they go and see the baby at the hospital like all the time. They visit Gru at the hospital. And yeah, and he finally and stuff, like and they get attached. And he's like growing up, you know, getting healthier and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they get attached to the baby. And when they find out that the baby is about to get adopted, they're like, no, that's our child. We want to adopt them and things mm-hmm. like that. So they go through all the paperwork and they adopt girl. You know. Mm-hmm. And the dad names girl. It's supposed mm-hmm. to mean something I cannot remember. <laughs> Do they ever say I don't remember? It means something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's late. <laughs> yeah, so in the present, Sangu learns that Jungle's wife got terminal cancer. So that's why he quit being a firefighter to look after her. Yeah, and try to go somewhere else to help, you know, with our health and everything. And plus with um, girl, you know, development as well. Mm-hmm. so she soon dies and you know get a flashback of girl not not handling it well at all yeah he was like he was still looking around the house trying to find her but she is gone and mm-hmm. it's just sad to see because you could tell he's still like that with his dad yeah like he he does not let him go and stuff like that yeah because he had to let his mom go and that was that was clearly traumatizing for him as a child and he doesn't want to let his dad go now Mm-hmm. which is just really sad he has a tragic life not think about it yeah being abandoned almost dying then getting a mother and a father that loves him then losing the mother at a young age now he's losing his dad as soon as you become an adult it's mm-hmm. just like god dang like nothing is working out for him mm-hmm. type of situation so yeah. he he went to aquarium, the first aquarium he ever went to. Where he and, spoke the first time. Yeah. And when he's there, like he gets um uh, like it seems like he's seeing his mother again standing next to him and his dad also standing next to him. And you could tell like he's like, I, I don't want to see y'all, but at the same time, I know y'all not here, but I don't want to let you go. And it, it's just a hard situation for him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he like reach out and that's when he realizes this isn't real. And then he gets sad all over again because he was yeah. picturing it vividly because he has that kind of memory. Yeah, because he can remember how they were uh, every time they used to go to a cram. It's just sad to see because you could tell like he is not handling letting them go well and stuff like that and and he's traumatized honestly Mm -hmm. doesn't want to let go he's still holding on to his dad ashes and things like that and i think Mm -hmm. who was it sangu finally finds him Mm -hmm. yeah finally finds him and you know try to convince him. him and comfort him so you know it's time to let his dad go Mm -hmm. you know and then Guru, go, they return home and Guru finally goes to his father's room because he's kept it locked up. Like, he... He didn't go through it. He just left it as it is. Yeah, he left it as it was and locked the door so Sangu couldn't get in. But... Yeah. <laughs> so he's finally going through and cleaning up his dad's stuff 
and he finds his dad's phone and he finds an old video that his dad recorded for him before he passed away this video it was like it was cute in the beginning he was like okay let me try this again like you just sell it took the dad a few takes to record it yeah because i think he was trying to figure out how he wanted to say this and what he wanted to tell him because it was just like something so sweet he was just reminding him that this is who i raised you to be i know you can do this remember all the things i told you remember that i love you remember that you're brave and things like that and Mm -hmm. that i'm always with you no matter what yeah that was so sweet i so i watched the last episode of work I was crying at the break room at work like when that scene came up. I'm like, oh my gosh, his dad left the video for him. I was saying, so since I binged like the last couple of episodes, I was definitely already in tears. By the time that happened, I was just like, I had no more tears. I was just dead just watching it now. And I wasn't even I was like- so emotionally done. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was so emotionally exhausted. But I wasn't even alone in the break room. So I'm crying with my hand over my face. You know when you lean- like mm-hmm. to like cover your face but it looks like you're just leaning on your hand I was like yeah. that in the break room with tears running down my face <laughs> I was a mess that video that oh my gosh that video got me because I had and the way he was while, just looking like really at sad it had happened and the way he was looking at it and was just shaking his head every time his dad mm-hmm. said something I was just like he was oh responding gosh. to his dad the video like Dora like kids and Dora that's what it was like. I know he was just following all the instructions and everything Mm-hmm. and I think that's what like helped him you know move on you know it was bit, just yeah. like a little bit of help so we finally see him laying his um father's ashes next to his mother so the ashes are left at this place where there's trees and you can like um put the ashes um buried underneath that tree I think that's what, how it goes I think because so. I never actually went through that before it's usually grave sites for me mm-hmm. so I think that's nice that they did that um um that tree situation mm-hmm. you know like build trees along with leaving their ashes there as like a memorial place for them that's mm-hmm. a nice thing I wish America would do it because grave site it's not pleasant to look at you know what I mean but yeah. if it's just trees it looks more inviting you know what yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah no, it, creep me out. <laughs> yeah. no the end is nice because they're like giving new life to people yeah like ashes to thing. ashes dust to dust we from the earth we came so we should return to the earth yeah that was nice and everybody was there to help him you know last resting place and stuff like that mm-hmm. so, so yeah when guru's walking away he like pictures his father next to him and he's and his like, father's like giving him like last couple of tips and things like that mm-hmm. how to understand situation because he sees everybody like walking ahead of him mm-hmm. and his dad is just telling him like you could join in you can be a part of it too you know it's just you just reaching out you yeah. could do it like pep talking him yeah but guru finds social situations difficult Yes, he definitely does. And then um, we see someone coming towards him with a dog. Girl and like dogs. He, he's very worried, but his dad is next to him and sounds like, it's okay. The dog Chill. is just going to pass you. It, yeah. It's nothing to be scared of. The dog and does he not care finally, about you? 
you know, and he like, he, he calms down and he walks next to the dog without no problem. Mm-hmm. And when he finally looks back, his dad isn't there and he freaks out. And he's like, no, I can't let him go. And he runs back to the and tree. And hugs the tree. And hugs the tree. And everybody else noticed. And they just let him go, hug that tree, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and like, he hugs the tree, doesn't want to let go. But he says, like, one more thing. I forgot what exactly he said. Yeah, he yeah. basically reminds himself that his parents are always with him. Like yeah. even even if they're not physically there, like he pretty much remembers everything about them. Yeah, I think it was just he panicked, but he still got his last hug and mm-hmm. last moments. It it was just so sweet and sad to look at mm-hmm. type of thing. So, so yeah, then we cut to the lawyer who tells Sangu, like your three months as Sangu's guardian are up. Um, and homie you ain't qualified because during this time you've been doing underground fights you've been doing all this stuff which puts girl life in danger that don't add up I'm sorry I can (laughs) forgive a lot of things but that one was the coffin you You know nailing the coffin for me can't happen dude yeah and stuff like that and Sango's like okay I understand no, you know, no, he said, I didn't want to be his guardian anyway. And you know, like, tears I, in his I, I don't want to do this, you know, like whatever. Tears in his, that scene, I, that scene was so well acted because like, yeah. you could tell he, like the way he portrayed that he actually cares, but is just saying he doesn't care. Like, I love the way the actor did that. Yeah. So as he's like getting up to leave, the Lord is like, well, that's not it. There's more to this guardianship than me approving it. Mm-hmm. It's also the person that's... Um, yeah, Guru has to approve. Yes, and Guru has approved for you. Guru mm-hmm. wants you to be his guardian. So mm-hmm. you are approved to be Guru's guardian. And you can see how happy he was. That was so... I love character development. See, in the beginning yeah. when they showed the uncle, I'm like, you're going to be a good person by the end of this. I just know it. I knew that, but at the same time, like a couple episodes in, I was like, this dude is getting on my last nerve. <laughs> when he stole the deed, oh I was over it. I was over it. And when it, he I was, was like, trying to put the house up for sale, like, homie. And then when he left, I was like, why are you leaving? Where's the deed at? You done <laughs> sold it away. You better get your butt back here. Yeah, when did they fight? get the deed? Because <laughs> they definitely didn't just leave with him, like, covered in a blanket. I don't understand. Did they stop off and get it? Because they never showed that. Did so the officer I, get it for them? I don't know. There's some it continuity happened. issues in here. When did he bring the deed out? Yeah, continuity. I never understood when that happened, how that transpired, but who knows? they still got the house. That's all that matters. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, the episode ends, as the episode ends, uh, this like young woman she's like a girl she's she wearing like a school uniform a school uniform yeah she's wearing a school uniform and Gru is like outside his house like doing stuff in the van and this girl walks up and she's like this is moved to heaven right and Gru is like uh yeah what about it and she's like I, I want to schedule like a cleanup and Gru was like okay for who and she's like for myself and I'm like hold up wait what 
for yourself. I know. I was just like, oh gosh. Like we already did this. I know I like the outcome. <laughs> we already had somebody scheduled for themselves. I know. And the fact that she's a schoolgirl also made me go, what's wrong, girl? Mm-hmm. What is happening? And even Guru is like, but, but like, huh? And then yeah. she tells them that she's going to die soon. And we're like, huh? How you going to die? <laughs> um, you see the future? <laughs> <laughs> so when Guru's looking at her, you could see he's like mesmerized by her. And then I know, a butterfly it's like he finally, around. like he's finally, um, has a crush. Yeah. And it's he's not falling. Namu, poor Namu. <laughs> and Namu didn't like him. Namu liked the police guy. Though the police guy liked Namu, Namu liked Guru. Like mm-hmm. they, though they say he had a crush on him. She had a crush on him. Like no, since he moved Guru, into the neighborhood. No, no. She likes Guru. But at the same time, she feels like a mother to him. Yeah. Because the way she acted. But when the police guy came around, you could felt like she was like kind of like blushing, but also embarrassed about how her parents she were had, acting. She had, she had two options. She had a fallback. I think the police guy was the fallback in case it didn't work out with Guru. No, because the police guy was the one. Open. The police guy was the one that told her to, you know, look after him as well when he mm-hmm. also left because he's a little bit older than them because mm-hmm. they no, all they, they straight out. up say namu has a crush on guru like they straight up say it uh, i forget implied, what episode it's in. but i don't <laughs> think it was a crush no i they just said didn't it. see the connection because sangu asked how long have you had a crush on guru and i was like since probably since he moved into the neighborhood i i just didn't see it personally i just grazed over <laughs> because it didn't add up mentally to me <laughs> I, so, I didn't yeah. see it. I didn't see how she liked them that way. She was always over his house. She liked them. He was always he was... in his business. Yeah. She was never in her own business. Nobody was minding her business because she was busy minding about Guru's business. Look at her life. Her mother <laughs> was all up on her business. She is nosy just like her mother. Yep. It was got bound it, to happen genetic wise <laughs> to be nosy. <laughs> Her is because she cares about girl because girl, you know, has special abilities. And plus, the way she treats girl is like how a mother bear treats a little cub, honestly. Mm-hmm. Cause she every time the uncle did something, she was like, oh, ready to just snatch him. And I was like, little girl, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> right. She had nothing going on. Nothing. She didn't, she wasn't that good at school. We could tell because she ain't go to college. <laughs> she had nothing else but Guru to land back on. Mm-hmm. She she definitely liked Guru, but I didn't see that romance in her eyes. I just saw a like on a mother and son type of situation. Because <laughs> the way she treated him was just like, nah. And it just don't add up. Because as soon as the police guy came, she was acting different. Like she was she see, I didn't see that. I saw it when they met at the um the the house the apartment. To me, complex. it was more the mom wanted her to end up with the police nah, guy. it was the way she was just kind of like awkward talking. to me because no, to me she was awkward with him because her mom was clearly trying to force him on her. Like, hey, well, that was before, this is who you should be with. That was be- before they met the mother because they first met at the crime scene. Mm-hmm. When they were talking by themselves, the way she was acting, 
you could tell she kind of like had a little crush on him so that's not what i saw but i saw then i she, saw okay, that they were first. talking. she was like bye i need to go do my job and she just left and he nah, had a, the you police officer see, like i her. saw the connection when she was looking at him she was like oh opa type of thing and i was like oh oh so you like him no see i didn't see it i saw that i didn't see the girl <laughs> thing now that well how about she's head. gonna end up single Dale? how about that <laughs> she's gonna end up single forever but she'll end up with the police guy because he's still around. He ain't going nowhere because he likes her too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the episode ends with the girl being like, I'm gonna die soon. So it's kind of left up in the air. Like you don't know if she's going to take her own life or if she has like a terminal illness. We don't know. We, we but either don't know. way, girl, this is not the person to have a crush on because homegirl is she ain't gonna be around long depending on how she's going because this is gonna be the third time and i'm i'm not here for another death for him nope because he definitely not gonna move on well mm-hmm. so i i don't need this it needs to be let go my so do you opinion. think there's gonna be a season two because that's how episode 10 ends it left open-ended for a season two so it's up to the creators mm-hmm. and the writers honestly yeah because what's going on with this girl what happened to the snake lady yeah, because the snake lady didn't get caught. Yeah, she left. Yeah. Yeah, so what were your overall thoughts on the show? I loved it, but towards the end, I was emotionally drained. So oh, when the end didn't happen, I was definitely kind of like out of it mentally because mm-hmm. I binged. So <laughs> I didn't get a break. <laughs> so everything that so was many happening... Tissues was just like hit me emotionally so I didn't see certain things but towards the end there was a lot of plot holes and the whole snake lady the fight scene everything yeah I'm gonna need a season two or at least like answers to our questions yeah I need answers to certain things yeah because um, Namu's gonna work for move to heaven now too yeah I, finally, I would like, love to see more stories of them just cleaning up after people's know, belongings. the stories I like better than their actual lives like their <laughs> actual lives you know I get it I understand mm-hmm. their stories I understand what happened but I cared more about the stories of the people that had passed on that they were helping yeah yeah type of yeah, thing. in the beginning so, when they were showing Sangu's fights I'm like why do I care about this I know at first I really did not care <laughs> until later on until like yeah then i care i started to care later after i got more backstory yeah because i was more focused on the people lives that passed on mm-hmm. and how this little box has so much memories that showed so much of their life so much of what they went through and, and so how much, it can help after they pass yes and stuff like that so i would love to see more stories because just so many stories of people passing on and so many different pe- lives that people have lived. Mm-hmm. So with this, we saw like so many diverse people, different age range, different sexual, um, gender, sexual. Sexualities. You know, yeah, sexuality and stuff like that. So Yeah, I love the inclusion. Yeah, some people were murdered. Some people died of a natural death. Some people died tragically. Some people took themselves out. Yes, some people did. And it's just, everybody had a reason. Everybody passed on. 
that kind of like led to a bigger thing type mm-hmm. of thing. I would Every love story a show. meant something. Yeah. I would love a show of just uh like a a prequel to the show of Guru and his dad like doing the business, like cleaning up after people. Yeah, that would have been nice. Because the dad definitely cared so much. I loved his dad so much. And I got what, like 30 minutes with him? Yeah, (laughs) like an hour with him. I know. I love the dad though. I would love a prequel to the show of him and his dad. Like, yeah, yeah, like Sangu helping and and Namu helping his nice. I, like I want to see a prequel of how the dad decided to do that in the first place. Yeah. Because he went from a firefighter to this. So that's a big leap in difference. So maybe it was after his wife passed away. He wanted to help other people move on. Like, especially seeing that Guru couldn't move on from his mother yeah. passing. Maybe that's why he started. Yeah, type of thing. Because not everybody that's a trauma cleaner does the stuff that they did. Yeah, some people just throw everything away. Yeah, they're like, no, he's dead. What doesn't matter? Mm-hmm. But they wanted to like leave on their memories to and be their respectful. loved ones and stuff like that. So it would be nice to see like a prequel of how he got started in the business, mm-hmm. you know, and how he probably helped change some lives. Mm-hmm. But also it would be nice to see more stories for them mm-hmm. too. And where that girl story comes into a play because is she gonna kill herself is she terminally ill yeah what's, what's gonna happen, happen there? to girl now type of situation mm-hmm. stuff like that so so what would you give this out of 10 out of a 10 oh i mean i gave dp such a high rating <laughs> and if i'm going based on that i'm gonna have to give this you set the bar um, too high Yes. Always start low and work your way up. <laughs> but DP deserved that high rating. It was though. good. It was so good. With this one, I would give it an 8.7. I was going to say 8.5 out of 10. <laughs> so we're, we're, you think the same. We're about the same. Yeah, it didn't deserve the 9. <laughs> we didn't deserve the That's 9. So yeah, because it wasn't an 8. But you know it wasn't a 9. Yeah, it's in the middle. <laughs> it was in the middle. I just gave it a little bit more points simply because I love the story so much. Mm-hmm. Give it but, an 8.9 out of 10. But everything else, there were so many characters I just truly did not care for. I, <laughs> like Namu? I did not care for Namu. She was an annoying little nosy neighbor that needed to <laughs> mind her business. <laughs> Like, I understand her purpose, but she was so nosy to the point I did not care. You know, like, if Sister Sister, when Roger would just show up? Yep. It's like that. Like, Roger, go home. Go home. Go live your life. Go Mind your business. Your mother don't even want you here. Mind your business. I'll just mind your business. 10 points if you know where that's from. Yeah. It's just. Oh my God, I did not care for none of her stories. I didn't even care if she liked Guru or not. I did not care. Her character meant nothing to me. Oh gosh, nothing. I did not like her. She was just too nosy. She was all up in Sangu's face every minute. You know how annoying that is? (laughs) She would not let this man breathe. But she was right to be suspicious. He's a girl Yeah, fighting. but she had a whole camera in the house. She so was, was a baby monitor. Him. 
she videotaped them recording <laughs> everything she was the definition of a nosy stalking neighbor okay if i had a neighbor like that oh no i can't live around these parts <laughs> you know too much of my life no this ain't Let's say that. you recording me now no that's not happening <laughs> not happening so yeah that's that's our thoughts on move to heaven yeah so you guys can find <laughs> you guys can find us on our socials so find us on instagram at your neighborhood on these and on twitter at on these podcast so leave us uh leave us a comment a message telling us what you thought of the drama what your rating is moments in the drama that you liked moments that you didn't like um and i think new armies have no home training i said what i said don't at me goodbye <laughs> bye Yeah, 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 yeah.